Hey, welcome to the Employco USA pod, HR podcast. I'm Rob Wilson, and with me is uh, my brother and partner, Scott Wilson. Hello. And Jason Eisenhunter, our Vice President of HR. Hi, everyone. We're, uh, we're coming to you again remotely. Uh, our studio still isn't back uh, open. We're going back to work next week. So we've all been working remotely, 50-some employees. We uh, flipped the switch three over three months ago to go uh, work from our homes, and uh, we're, we're heading back uh, next week. So we've been doing a lot of work on getting our office reopened, and so the topic today is re- reopening your workforce. Yeah, we're in day 93 of working remotely. And so, uh, Rob, you've been going in the office for, what would you say, about a month now? Yeah, I'm actually in the office today. Uh, there's a, a half a dozen of us, so people are slowly making their, their way back. But it's uh, it's been definitely a work in progress, uh, and we've been helping a lot of our clients get their uh, get their businesses back and uh, back open after uh, everybody uh, going working from home with the stay-home orders. So. You know, from doing health and safety actions to ongoing monitoring to, you know, the, when you come back to work, uh, wherever you work, it's going to look a bit different. The process is going to be a little different. So it, uh, it, uh, it's definitely not what, uh, what your office or workplace looked like in February. Yeah, that's for sure. I mean, one of the uh, main things I think businesses have to do is identify where the hazards are, where the exposures are for uh, any type of contamination, whether it be the desks, restrooms, uh, kitchen areas, uh, things like that, and then how you have to specifically address them. And it is a work in progress, no matter how well you think things out. I'm sure there's always going to be something that will pop up where, oh, you have to kind of pivot and be able to adjust on the fly to... uh, you know, make things safer. So, Jason, one of the first things we did is a we, we did a walkthrough of the of our entire building to look at high traffic areas, higher risk areas like you know, where the reception area to your photocopier, your printers, and uh, and look at social distancing your desks. Yeah, so I mean, almost at the same time, we we also had an employee survey for employees to tell us uh, confidentially who has underlying health conditions. So that helped us know how far to spread out, whose desk needs to be spread out, who might need to move to a conference room temporarily. Uh, but, yeah, Rob, as like you said, that what we had to do is walk around and see, okay, where's the printer and copier? Let's shut down the refrigerator and coffee machine. Um, and a lot of those building-type things uh, were somewhat easier after we know who was going to come back, which employees we need to social distance. But then in terms of the building, I think, Scott, you've done a great job of Kind of the that some of the required we've gone above and beyond even the government requirements but um scott do you want to walk through some of the building and facility things that we've already accomplished sure um and we got creative with some of the stuff because if anybody that's been involved in uh prepping an office has known that the price of plexiglass has just gone through the roof uh, so our barriers between desks aren't actually see-through we're using a 3m product um uh, that's about a quarter inch thick that goes up about four feet and um Actually, one of the first things we even did before that is upgraded our uh, filtration system to allow as much fresh air into the building as possible. We don't have the ability to open windows, which would be nice. Uh, so we're trying to pump in the maximum amount of fresh air as possible at a higher rate to get better air turnover within the office. We also upgraded the filters on our rooftop. Uh, so it's kind of addressing a number of things in different areas. You know, we've uh, 
added toilet seats, uh, lids to uh, all the toilets, and we're limiting the bat washrooms to one person at a time just to stop the spread there. So, I mean, there's a lot of different areas where you have to really kind of look at how is it spread. And now they've kind of, it's not as bad as far as, uh, you know, like when you buy groceries, how you used to sanitize everything. Uh, CDC now says that that's not as necessary. It's less likely you're going to catch COVID that way. Uh, but it's still, you do want to limit those touch points in an office. Yeah, so back to one of your first points, if, you know, if, if you're renting in a building uh, or, if you, or if you own your own facility, uh, look at the HVA system, HVAC, because mm-hmm. a, a lot of, uh, especially in the winter winter and summer, you, uh, you recirculate a lot of the air. And so you've got settings where you can bring in, you know, it, it drives up your cost bringing in more fresh, you know, hot air, fresh, but it's fresh air. So something to definitely, uh, definitely, if, if you own your building, something you should look at. And if you're, uh, if you rent to your space, you should inquire with your landlord. And some of the things with that, it's tricky because like with our building, it gets up to be about a hundred degrees outside in high humidity. That's when our rooftop unit would struggle to bring in as much fresh air. And that's when we might want to pivot and say, okay, on these days, we're going to limit the amount of staff in the building in areas so that you know you're not doing cross exposure but that's one of the things that i was talking about where you can have your plan but you want to be have that flexibility to kind of pivot and say okay we need to make some changes right now just for these couple days while it's you know 102 degrees you also mentioned the touchless so we also you found some touchless thermometers like i think they're forehead scanners i haven't seen them yet in person but that'll be nice because one of the laws in illinois says you have to make temperature screening available to employees. Illinois employers don't have to take the temperature of their employees, but they have to make it available. Uh, So, Scott, did you find some? Yeah, actually, uh, Amazon, they're starting to uh, flood the market with those. Those were really hard to find uh, about a month ago, but uh, the shipments must be coming in from China because they've got probably 10 different models, uh, and they range from... Eighty-five dollars up to—I mean, you could go crazy and spend thousands of dollars. But uh, we went with the standard hundred twenty-dollar uh, that was available when I pre-ordered it. Now the prices have come down a little bit because, like I said, I'm sure they're flooding the market, and it just uh, plugs in through a USB mini cable and it's a uh, temperature gauge. Gauge, and with the forehead scanners, um, a lot of them run a little bit cooler than a normal temperature. Like if you do like your ear thermometer, that's as accurate as you could get. The forehead uh, thermometers I've found, at least with the couple ones that we've got, uh, tend to run about a degree lower. So, like, it was showing my temperature at 97.8, and I'm normally at 98.7. Like, I have, like, the exactly normal temperature. So, it was showing me a degree warmer. So, that's a lot of the testing things that you have to do ahead of time to know. And, you know, we've got the proper signage in front of the thermometer saying, hey, if it's a degree lower, it's it's the way that forehead temperature is taken. So the nice thing about that, uh, the, the self temperature it's, it's attached to the wall. So you don't have to have anybody, uh, anybody administer it. So one of the things that that was our initial concern too, right before you found this one, that was a concern of ours is all right. So who are we going to appoint as the temperature taker? And, and that creates a whole, another set of uh, of hazards so with this it's it's mounted on each floor so our, our employees are spread out across three different floors so we've got a temperature check on on every floor and part of the uh 
part of the Illinois law is, as we've got you know, clients across 49 states and every state's a little different. Illinois, you have to do a health questionnaire in the, uh, before you start work and then mid-shift. And so if someone wants to take their temperature mid, mid-shift as well, they can. And when we're looking at the handheld thing, we've already loaded up on tons of PPP as far our PPE, um, which, you know, from masks to gloves to hand sanitizer and everything, um, had we gone the manual, if you can't find the hands-free one, I would recommend the person taking the temperature wear a face shield just to that added layer of safety. You know, you never know if, and, and I think one of the more difficult things, uh, with this new normal is trying to get people to wear masks within an office. I think they feel comfortable sitting at their desk. They might take it off or wear it as like a chin covering. Um, but it is really important. It's the best way to prevent it is wearing that mask. Yeah, wearing it as a chin cover really doesn't help much, right? Right. <laughs> so once, uh, as, you know, as we look at your high risk areas and look at your, uh, uh, your social distancing plan, uh, one of the things that uh, listeners should do is look at where your desks are. How close is a desk to uh, a, a common area like a printer or a photocopier? Uh, your reception desk, you should probably put some type of shield from uh, from visitors. Or if you even, uh, you know, depending on your office environment or what type of business, how, you know, how are you going to control visitors coming in and out of your, uh, in and out of your facility? But, uh, so as you, as you, other things, Jason, that, uh, that as we've done a number of webinars on this topic, you're, you've done, uh, things like they rec- CDC says remove your, you know, not remove it, but don't use your refrigerator or your, uh, coffee maker, your microwave. Yeah. So the key there is the communication. So let employees know that and then that will help them bring a coffee from home, bring a cooler for the lunch from home. Uh, so that just as employees will understand this is a, a crazy time for everybody. And as long as we're communicating with employees, I think that's the main key of letting them know in advance and then they can prepare and adjust accordingly. Yeah. And like your lunchroom, for example, you know, like we, uh, we have our lunch, our lunch area is kind of a smaller area. And then we took over a space on another floor and, uh, made a bigger area. But, uh, uh, we're going to, at least during the summertime, uh, as long as you can, we've got tables set up outside. So if people want to have lunch, they can sit out, uh, where you'd much rather be in uh, open air and and, uh, socially distanced. And I think the lunchroom is indoors is where you're going to see if there's any type of transmission. That's going to be the area because you're only as strong as your weakest area. So if you've got the barriers up at the desks, if everybody's wearing their masks, all it takes, though, is, you know, people are inherently are social unless, you know, they're like our CFO. Um, <laughs> but everyone else, though, is inherently social. So they're going to want to talk. They haven't seen each other for three months or very limited basis, you know, via Zoom calls and things. They're going to want to talk. And that's where you really not saying you have to police the area, but you have to constantly remind everybody, you know, we really don't want to spread anything. So keep your distance and uh, keep your masks on. You know, another area to look at is, you know, you your conference rooms. You're probably not going to have a lot of meetings in your conference uh, conference rooms. The, the days of you know ten, fifteen people in a conference room, you're you know you're probably not going to do that. Uh, uh, you know you can you'll be using Zoom from your desks or something for your uh, for your conference meetings. Right, and that's one area that there's been a shortage of. Uh, 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 
cameras, if I could talk, uh, there's been a shortage of uh, webcams. Webcams, and that's an issue that we're actually we have two issues that we're running into. There's uh, the plexiglass that we ordered from uh, for a receptionist area that's still on back order, and then webcams are on back order. So they're starting to trickle. The market's starting to uh, Amazon webcams took me forty. I, I needed uh, a, a new one for my laptop. Forty eight hours on Amazon. Oh, there you go. And there were hundreds to choose from. Yeah, because uh, our office, because we do payroll and everything like that, I've never allowed anybody to really have outside of, you know, if like Rob being uh, the president, he's got a webcam on his laptop. But if you look around our office, there's no cameras, microphones or things like that. We try to keep it pretty secure. And so that's something to uh, to look at. Uh, and how, how are you going to do your uh, inner office meetings now? Right. And if someone does turn up, to be sick, like if they're congregating too much in a lunchroom or meeting and something like that's not advised. And if someone does get sick, have a plan in place now to deal with those employees. Um, so if you do have an employee who has a fever, has the symptoms, that employee should start self-quarantining immediately and let any coworkers who are around that person in close proximity, let those people know if there's visitors, clients, vendors who have been around in that person, uh, start to self-quarantine. You might need to do a deeper clean on that person's area that night before people return back to the office. So get a plan in place now if, if an employee does show symptoms or diagnose with COVID and what, how you're going to respond to that. Right. You've got, uh, you've got a few things. One, responding to that, that person, uh, getting that person tested or if they are test positive, and then the, the coworkers self-quarantining your uh, coworkers. Then also from there, you also, uh, uh, it's it's hard to say where a person uh, received it, but OSHA is requiring companies now to track their COVID nineteen cases, and you've got to report that on your OSHA three hundred log. So if it does, so there's and and in some states, uh, regardless of where they uh, they caught it, uh, some states are deeming it workers comp related. So states such as California, so keep that in mind as well. So there's a lot uh, there's a lot to do when you uh, as you uh, embark on reopening your office, but I think people uh, people are looking forward to getting back to work. I know Jason did a survey of our team and uh, uh, provided that survey to a lot of our clients of uh, of polling them. Uh, how do you feel working from home? How do you know what the, you know the anxiety or, or the loneliness of being alone? How productive are you? And uh, so it was uh, uh, the general consensus was a majority of people were looking forward to getting back to uh, to the workplace. Uh, it was, it's a good thing. Is it, uh, a strong recommendation we have is to a company like SurveyMonkey. It's not all that expensive, but get get and it doesn't even have to be a high tech. You, if you have a small workforce, maybe it's just an email to your workforce. Uh, but get a get a pulse for your employees, and things change over time. Maybe someone now has an underlying health condition, or they didn't disclose it before, or maybe someone in their family has COVID nineteen now and they didn't before. So try and get a a pulse, a survey of your employees before returning back to work, and that'll kind of help with your social distancing plan. Who comes back to work? Who continues working from home? Who remains on furlough? Uh, it's a great first step. And it is such a fluid environment that you really do have to have that flexibility to make that call whether the staff stays home or things like that on a daily basis depending on what comes up and one of the things that we've looked at as well and we're implementing is by by departments for example half the payroll departments in one week and the other half's in the next week so you uh that way if some you've got the the weekend to clean the office uh, fresh air and all that and you've uh that way if someone someone does uh become infected you're not losing your entire office right 
but well we uh i know we try and uh we could probably talk about this all day but we've uh oh, yeah. we try and keep our uh, our podcasts under under uh between 15 minutes or so so i know we're a bit bit over but uh if you have any questions for us hr at employco.com uh or you can give us a call at 630-920-0000 um, but yeah we're also on twitter and facebook and linkedin so reach us any way possible and, uh, and uh, Jason has put on a number of, of, of webinars on, on this topic, as well as we've done a, a dozen or so on different different aspects of PPP. And we're going to do another uh, another round once Treasury releases their latest FAQ. So if you uh, if if you want additional information on and uh, and slides on reopening your your workplace, feel free to reach out to uh, any of us at, at Employco, and we can uh, send you an invite to one of the webinars. So pretty uh, pretty informative and. And like the podcast, you know, there's there's nothing worse than listening to somebody drone on for an hour and, and not getting anything out of it. So we, uh, what we tend to do is it's uh, short and sweet, 15, 20 minutes of uh, kind of best practices on the topic. And then we open it up for questions. And uh, and the, the questions are really where a lot of the content comes from and talking to other business, business owners and operational uh, people within uh, businesses and, and what their concerns are. So it, uh, they're pretty, uh, uh, pretty helpful. And you put up a nice uh, COVID section on our website too, which um, currently now, if you do try to download stuff that is passworded, but contact us, we'll give you the password and uh, it's very useful. So thanks for joining us and uh, we will uh, look forward to the next podcast in the next few weeks. Thank you. Thanks so much. Be safe.